2: What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Young Adult Podcast. My name is Connor Grimm, and I will be your host. Joining me today, we have very special guests. You are going to be hearing from three of the original Red Rocks Church interns. Today, as always, we have with us Whitney Bess. Hello. And joining us, making his debut in the Young Adults Podcast for the very first time. Drum roll, if you will, we have. Sam Schaubert! Hi. What's up, guys? Sam. Thanks nice for having me. Let the people know, uh, what do you do here at Red Rocks? Um, and what makes you an expert to be on our dating podcast?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I uh, Man, at Red Rocks, I have the awesome opportunity of working with our groups, both at the Lakewood campus and then also kind of on the central level. So uh, I get to help train and equip um, our leaders, pour into them, encourage them, uh, and then also just help get people connected. Uh, so, yeah, I love it. I get to meet with tons of people, hear their stories, and um, it's, it's a good time. Mm-hmm. I I think I probably would have been a better expert to have last week on your singleness episode. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I spent the majority hey, of my 20s in my singles, uh, got married just about a year ago. So, Thanks to me. Yeah, we'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. Yeah,
1: I have to say, I I was the one that matchmake for Sam and his lovely bride Emma, and I also just want to set up this podcast and say, I love Sam, but he is my brother. I never had, and so if it gets a little spicy. Or brothers so. and sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're, they're brothers. Br-
2: <laughs> um. <laughs> hey, uh, also a subtle plug for last week's podcast on singleness. But if you are joining us for the very first time, we have just entered into a relationship series on our podcast. And we are framing it sort of in the way that relationships progress. Last week, we talked about singleness. Um, For the next two weeks, starting today, we are going to talk about dating. Um, We will talk about sex. Uh, We will do a podcast about sex and (laughs) marriage. And then you guys are sending in tons of questions for us on our Instagram. And we want to dedicate a podcast to answering as many as we can of your relationship um, singleness, dating, sex questions. And so we will do a podcast dedicated just for that. But today we are going to start talking about dating and sort of like the beginnings of dating, like vision. What should you look for? Let's say you're single, but you're ready to date, or maybe you've just started dipping your toe into the pool of the Mm -hmm. Denver or wherever you're listening, dating scene. Um, this podcast is for you. And then next week, let's say you've been in a committed relationship for a little while. Um, we're going to do a podcast dedicated on how do you get into a serious relationship and date well yeah. when you're kind of committed. And so before we jump in with our first question, I want to throw just some random dating questions <laughs> at you real quick oh, no. um, and then uh, we'll jump in. So Whitney, first for you, um, answer first thing right off the top of your head. First date, what is something a guy comes, What what is the biggest turnoff uh, that somebody that a guy could do like on a first date immediately oh, something okay. could be big could be small could be stupid like what this what is, is so
1: silly okay and I don't know why I never like this is when we're going on a first date and they go to hold my hand ah just on don't do date, that the, oh my gosh don't do that
2: the it's clammy too cold, it's too sweaty, much hand-hold. oh I
1: hate it it's like the worst thing to me
2: so I, I actually have a story about this I'll, <laughs> no. I'll keep it quick I was on a date with a girl in high school um, we were at the movies And she did the signal, the universal signal for hold my hand, which is put your arm on the armrest. And I was just too scared, so so I didn't do it. And we were like 20 minutes into the movie and I was just like, Connor, you're a coward. Seize (laughs) the moment. And so I reached over the handrest to grab her hand um, and I was like searching for it for a while, <laughs> oh, and I didn't know no. I couldn't find it. And um, come to find out, she had put her like giant what was it like Dooney and Burke that was like cool oh, yeah. like back in the day. Her like giant purse <laughs> on her lap, and I had my hand <laughs> digging around her purse. <laughs> For like a solid two to three minutes.
1: That's a good story. Yeah. yeah.
2: So needless to say, that relationship <laughs> didn't go much further than that. And she thought I took her out to rob her. <laughs> yeah, you know? learn
1: from Connor. Just don't yeah. grab for the hand on the first date. No.
2: Seriously. All right, Sam. Um, in a more positive light, what what advice would you give to a guy going on a first date to make a good impression? What What's something small or subtle that he can do um, to impress a lady on the first date? You
0: know, I'll give mm-hmm. you two things. Number one, Ooh. probably show up on time.
2: There you I, go. I like Punctuality. On time.
0: on time means you're two to three minutes early. So okay. Don't show up late. And you know what? Grab some flowers. I okay. think flowers oh, are a good up. way to show. You know what? I've thought about this. I, I yeah. care about, you know
1: you're, I'm you're prepared. not just
0: Yeah, you're prepared. Yeah, I like that. Maybe not roses, Chivalry though. is not that. Probably not roses. Yeah.
1: Not roses. That's too much. Okay. You're a serial killer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Whitney <laughs> believes that roses on the first date <laughs> is a sign that you are a potential serial <laughs> killer. So, fellas, <laughs> avoid avoid roses on the first date. Yeah.
1: go for daisies.
2: Yeah, or something just more. Yeah. yeah. Bo- you don't want to come boho. on too strong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right, I don't know. I don't even know if boho is a thing in flowers. (laughs) I just said that sounded good. All right, let's move on. Um, So today we are talking about dating, and to kick off the conversation, I want to start off really broad, really general here, and say this: Let's say you're a young adult, you've been single, but you are ready to start dating. Mm. Let me throw this question out there: How would somebody know that they're ready to start dating? And I guess what what can they do to best prepare? to to be in a healthy relationship?
1: Okay, I have a really good answer for this, I think.
2: Okay, it better be good. I
1: would say, how do you gauge your communication skills? Okay. Like, when you disagree with your sister, when you disagree with your boss, when someone hurts your feelings, how do you communicate? And I think that that was one big lesson that I learned, unfortunately, when I was engaged. Okay. Um, going into premarital counseling, I kind of mentioned this last episode, but um, our premarital counselor was like, you know, marriage fights—they're not really marriage fights. It's like, are you a healthy person? Okay. And yeah. I had really unhealthy communication styles. Like, I would either sweep things under the rug or be extremely explosive. So I would I would gauge how are you communicating.
2: Okay. Is
0: it like a sign of? when you know you're ready.
1: Yeah, like it yes. I I really do think that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. I I agree with that. I think being a healthy person is like the number yeah. one thing. But then you're like, okay, so what does that mean? How how do I know if I'm a healthy person yeah. ready to to go out and date? Mm-hmm. Um and this looks different if you're a Christ follower versus if you're not. Yeah. I when I got saved I was in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. Um and so at that point I had to kind of reframe what does it look like to now date as a Christ follower? Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, that took a lot of rearranging, like rearranging priorities, rearranging my heart behind dating. Um, and so that's an important thing to take a step back and look at. Yeah.
1: What do you think was the biggest thing, though, that like shifted for you? Like knowing like I dated this way and now I don't want to date that way anymore and I want to be healthy. So like for you, like what was like the one or two things yeah, that you're like, this is what? that's a question.
0: For me, it, it's weird. When you give your life to the Lord, there's this huge flip of like, my life is about me and what I can get and what I can achieve. And then suddenly you're a Christ follower and you're like, oh, it's not all about me. Mm-hmm. I, it's mm-hmm. not just like, a, what can I a- attain in this yeah. relationship? And so I had to learn how to reprioritize a whole bunch of things and completely flip what I was looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, Being in a relationship should be you teaming up with another person Mm. to be on mission together. Mm -hmm. And prior to that, my missions looked totally different. So that was the biggest flip that, that I had to make. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh,
2: I think those are, those are awesome points. How do I know I'm ready? How do I best prepare being a healthy person? Um, knowing how to communicate well with somebody. I think also is is being able to answer the question, like, what do I want from this? And where do I want this to go? Yeah. Um, I think that a lot of times when we talk about dating, most people would think I'm trying to find a life partner, a husband, a wife, a spouse, somebody to spend forever with. Let me throw this question out there. Do you think as you're ready to start dating, as you're preparing to start dating, is it okay to date with the intent to figure out what you want, like to go on a couple dates or multiple dates. Um, where's the line of doing that and then being a player or whatever? Or yeah. do you think every time you're like, I'm ready to date, I feel prepared? Does every relationship have to have the end goal be marriage?
1: Sure.
0: Yeah that that's a great question. Yeah. I and you guys may disagree with me here. I tended to take the route that like I didn't want to date unless I felt like, hey, this has marriage potential behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and looking back, I probably went too far that direction. So I think the, the quick answer is yes, you, you totally can date. You can totally go to coffee, go to dinner, have casual dates with, um, with someone without it being like, you know, you don't want to have your expect- expectations too high going into it. However, I would strongly caution that can be a dangerous road if you're not going into it with a clear mind Mm -hmm. yeah
1: i i've always been an advocate like whenever i meet with um young adult girls uh women i always hear this statement like well i think i met my husband or god told me that he's like my husband but this his behaviors or what he texted me or he's not asking me out on a date. He has no idea what my name is. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I would just say I'm like the biggest advocate on being like, mm, well, I just go on dates. Yeah. Like why does it have to be so serious and like so uh, ethereal and almost like in a really weird way, like magical. Like it's, I feel like you should go on date. Like if some guy asks you out and you're kind of like, Eh, I don't know. Don't just shut it down. Just be like you know what, coffee is not gonna kill me.
0: That's yeah. not how it is in the movies, though. Right? It <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> so I, I I will say this, like, um, I think that question can be really muddy because our heart and our intentions are. I don't think we never fully know the depths of our intentions and motives and. I think that's like what God, how he like sanctifies us is he like purifies all those things um, and brings things to the surface. And, um, but I will say like, if you enter into dating, one thing that really um, helped me was opening up to my friends about different dates I would go on. And I'll never forget. There's this one date I was about to go on and um, my sister's like, what, why are you going on a date with that person? He doesn't even love Jesus. And I'm like, oh, you know, you're right. And so <laughs> I didn't go. I made up some really lame excuse and, yeah, didn't go on the date. But I that probably helped me, like, so much with so much heartache because yeah, I was, sure. I listened to my sister. So
2: Yeah, I think that's a good segue. I, I will say I do think it's okay to date with the intent for marriage. I think ultimately that's totally. what most people want. But I also think it's okay to date to discover what you're looking for. But yeah. kind of like what Sam was saying, I think if that is your end goal – man, tread lightly, go on some very casual dates and make sure you have strong limits and strong boundaries in your yeah. mind of what that's going to look for or look like. Um, if you're just kind of trying to discover and and who knows, maybe in that process, your priorities shift and you're like, man, I really like this person. I could see marriage with them. Um, but if you're dating just to kind of see what you like, make sure that you have very strong boundaries and limits in place so that you don't end up hurting yourself or hurting somebody else. But I yeah. kind of to bounce off what you said, your sister being like, oh, that person's not a Christian. Not <laughs> you. <Yeah. ew. laughs> like, um, but that, Whitney's words, not mine people. Um, but, but let's say, okay, somebody's, they're like, hey, how do I know I'm ready? How do I best prepare? I feel like I'm ready. Let's move on to the next thought of once I feel like I'm ready, who should I be looking for? Or mm. what should I be looking for in a person to start a relationship with, are there any virtues or characteristics, um, or I don't just good things, universal good things that a Christian, somebody who's put their faith in Jesus and is trying to follow Jesus, mm. um, is there certain things that a Christian should look for in a person um, that they that they want to date and pursue a relationship with?
1: Yeah, I think um, to answer this question, I think the only thing that should be number one that's you have your non-negotiable list. Obviously, every girl, I think, would probably have this, and probably most guys, but um, they just won't say that, actively say that, um, but I think number one is, and personally, the only thing should be, do I have a relationship with Jesus, and um, I mentioned this last last week's podcast, but the book, Loveology, oh, it's an amazing book. You should read it, but he kind of talks through about how marriage is actually like a means to an end mm-hmm. that your marriage is ultimately about building something and creating something. And, um, I was meeting with an intern that's about to start. And she was, I was just like trying to match make for her. <laughs> and I was like, what do you want? What are you looking for? And she's like, I want to attach my life to someone's life that really excites me. And I lo- obviously like talking about, you know, Jesus has a really strong call um, Jesus is the only thing. Um, and I say that because I think we can say, oh, like what virtue is like, do I want a generous person? Do I want a charismatic person? Do I want, um, someone that's uh, confident? Do I want someone that can make me laugh? Like all these things that I'm like, you are probably saying like 10 different guys, yeah. <laughs> you know? And, yeah. um,
2: Except for me, I'm all of it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Connor's all the things. Kidding. Aaron's so lucky. <laughs> but I will say that, um, yeah, like find someone. The non-negotiable should be, do I love Jesus? Yeah. Period. And then in dating, I think you do like, you can swing more towards, you know what? I do like more like quiet and confident and generous and compassionate. Or maybe I do more like my type more is um, – charismatic leadership. Like, so I don't think that those should be necessarily on your list of like quote unquote non-negotiables. I think the only thing that should be on that list is do I love Jesus?
2: Okay. So this, this poses an interesting question because we've, we've asked you guys a little bit already. Um, you know, what, what questions do you have through our Instagram or social media about dating relationship? And a lot of times we get back in response should a Christian and a non-Christian be in a relationship together? And so, I'd love to hear your all's thoughts about um, when you're dating, when you're looking for somebody, you're just yeah. kind of like, you know, in t- starting to get into relationships. Um, would you advise somebody like, is that is that okay for a Christian and a non-Christian to be together, or mm-hmm. would you recommend, you know, you guys having the same view of who Jesus is? How how would you answer that That's question? That's so tough.
0: Yeah, because. It's easy to kind of be on the sidelines and you're like, no, you shouldn't do that. Right. But when you're in the middle of it and there are feelings and emotions and yeah. there's yeah. been time spent, maybe even years. Maybe you started dating when they weren't, mm-hmm. when neither of you were believers. And now you find yourself in this position. Um, man, I, I don't. It's hard because you, you want to tell them run for the hills. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Get out now. Uh, but that's such a hard thing to do. Because I I think you got to define your terms. Like, can you have a good relationship? Sure. I I think you can get along, have, you know, interests in common. You can, like, do all these things, have a great relationship. But if you're two people and you're on a different mission, Mm -hmm. then at the end of the day, you're not going to end up at the same place. Like, it's impossible. Mm -hmm. And so you have to figure out for you, like, you know, is, is this again, like I said, I want to tell you run for the hills yeah. and, and you got to figure out what that looks like. But no, I don't think I would never recommend someone that comes in to talk with me to, to stay with that person.
1: Yeah, I'll say this. If you're asking yourself that question, I'm just going to say this it one statement. Marriage is a magnifying glass. Yeah. And so and that is such a healthy thing if harnessed correctly. And, um, because God uses marriage to expose and further progress and push, um, and sanctify and all those things in the Bible. Um, but I will say like, if you like what Sam was saying, if you are weighing like, man, I do have so much fun with this person. That's not a believer. I, I just feel like we have such a good connection and, um, there is some health in this relationship. I will say, though, like, you know that there are some things that are, like, cravings of your heart. Mm-hmm. Like, you wish this person you could talk to about God and the Bible, and um, that's just going to magnify um, when you're sure. in marriage. Like, but good and bad. Like, the good, the bad, the ugly, it is a magnifying glass. Yeah. And so I would just say... Just remember that and making decisions like, okay, what's going to get magnified in my marriage? Yeah,
0: You have to think long-term. Like yeah. things can be healthy. You can love the situation you're in right now. But long-term, I I always said this when I was single. I'd rather be lonely and single than lonely and married. Mm. Yes. And yeah. As a Christ follower, your main, like all your efforts, all your, your heart is like the cry of your heart is to love God and love people. Yeah. And so – if like the thing that's of utmost importance to you doesn't really have a place in someone else's life that you're with yeah. long-term, that's just not going to be a benefit right. in any way.
2: Yeah. All right. I guess I'm going to kind of be the hammer here <laughs> and be the bad guy. You guys, are, you guys are really nice. If somebody came to me and was like, hey, I'm, I'm in a relationship, I'm a follower of Jesus, they're not, is that okay? I couldn't capitalize the letters N-O more um, or make them bigger. <laughs> it, it, and and here's why I think if we're if you're just being totally honest, you don't even share the same framework of life. like yeah. when I when I met Jesus, he transformed everything about me um, yeah. in a moment and then he continues to transform me in his image. And yeah. so um, you have this mold, this model uh, that you're being formed into. The Bible says you're being formed into the image of Christ. Mm-hmm. And your your boyfriend or girlfriend does not have that same mold, that same yeah. model. So, the desires that the Holy Spirit are going to be putting in your heart are going to be different than the desires that they're going to that your your boyfriend or girlfriend has. Like you, you don't even have the same center of life. Like for you, knowing Jesus should mean everything. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. the Bible says you can count all things as lost uh, for Jesus's sake. Um, but that's not true for your boyfriend or girlfriend, what their mo- their driving motive in life could be money. It could be mm-hmm. sex. I mean, how do you know down the road? It's not sexual exploration with somebody mm-hmm. out- outside of you. Like, um, you know, it could be tr-
1: politics. Yeah,
2: pol- yeah. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Th- the goal of their life is totally different than knowing Jesus and sharing him with people. And so, yeah. um, I think you're setting yourself up for a world of heartbreak. And, mm-hmm. uh, here's what I'll say. And this is I think, of course, it can be the other way around. Um, but from my experience being a young adult pastor for six or seven years, rarely have I ever seen a Christian and non-Christian date where the Christian won over the non-Christian. Yeah. And here's what I mean. When you follow Jesus, there's a, Jesus says, pick up your cross, follow me. Meaning it's not just raise your hand and say, I, I, want, I want that. It's mm-hmm. I'm going to rearrange my life. To follow Jesus. Mm -hmm. Rarely do I ever see a Christian who's dating a non-Christian who doesn't have a life full of compromise. Um, And that can sound really hard and that can sound really harsh to say, but it's just what I've, it's just my experience. You Mm -hmm. might be in a relationship with somebody that doesn't follow Jesus and it's great, and you've never once compromised. That is awesome. Let me tell you this: you are an anomaly. Yeah. You are mm-hmm. rare. For sure. Um so many conversations that I have have in this area is the Christian compromising over and over and yeah. over again because there's no there's no standard that you both are living by that's the same. Mm-hmm. It's ever moving targets. And so um I would say a Christian should not date another uh, somebody who isn't a Christian, not cuz they're a terrible person, not because they're awful or evil or whatever. I just think the way you view life and what you value is so different sometimes mm-hmm. that it could make your life just yeah. so hard and, mm-hmm. and and
0: tough. I agree. Yeah, you're playing by different rules yeah. for sure. But the one thing I do want to say is if you find yourself in a married relationship and, yeah. and that's where you're at, maybe you're a believer and your spouse isn't, I just want to say you're not destined for failure. Not sure. at all. Like, no, no, no. Hope isn't lost. There's not. Um, and so while – Connor is the mean guy over here dropping the hammer. <laughs> um, I, I did say run for the hills though, so that's probably not too soft either. But no, I, I do just want to say if that's you, you're, I you know, believe in your best days are still ahead, and yeah. and the Lord's like very involved in your life, and um, you know, so mm-hmm. that's that's the one thing I want to say. Yeah, it's, Paul, it's not
2: all Paul talks about that 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 if if a believer and an unbeliever are married, that you should serve the unbeliever like you're serving Christ, and that could lead them yeah. to Jesus. But that's in marriage. Don't start know? it that way. Yeah, yeah, it's just it might just you just might save yourself a ton of heartache and pain mm-hmm. if you don't go down that road. Um, so I, I really like what Whitney said that Jesus should be sinner. and honestly, there's kind of allow people to be themselves yeah. after that. Is there any other virtues or characteristics or anything that you can think of that? You know, if you're looking for somebody to be in a relationship with, that, that comes to mind of here are some really good, solid things to look for in somebody.
0: Mm-hmm. Wit said that guys don't necessarily have a list of things. <laughs> She's wrong there. I had a huge list. <laughs> and I think a big part of my dating life was trimming that list down. Yeah, Things okay. that I thought were like, oh, this is like, I'm not going to budge on this issue. Mm-hmm. I got a few years under my belt and hopefully a, a little bit more wisdom and it was like all right that's a little like <laughs> i think i went into it prideful and went into it yeah. yeah um pretty harsh and didn't give people a lot of chances yeah um and so i think that is a good thing to have a list and and have some things that you're really looking for but make sure they're like you're you're not getting too wild on that mm-hmm. uh, so <laughs> yeah. obviously faith we covered that but then for me, a big one was character. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you treat the people in your life? How do you treat the waiter at a restaurant? How did like, yeah. are you someone that is full of good character or do you show up at church because you feel like you're supposed to? And, are, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. is God really transforming you and building in you like character that, that I want to also right attach day. my life to? yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: No, I I think that's awesome. I I do. I really like that. I think you should, because that was my story. I think I, so when I became a Christian, I told myself I was going to take one year off dating. It turned into seven, um, (laughs) genuinely. And as the years went by, my list got longer and longer until I, I had this unrealistic human being that I wanted to find one day. Right. And so I do think you should for sure have some things that you are looking for in a person. Follower of Jesus, you know, do they have strong character? Mm-hmm. Maybe you value generosity, whatever. But I do lo- I do like the idea of like what Whitney said too is, let them be themselves, mm-hmm. knowing that every person isn't for you. That's why you get one, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. Um, and learn learn what you value. Um, but here, maybe let's flip it for a minute. Um, you know, here's what you should be looking for. What do you think are some red flags that mm-hmm. that maybe somebody who's looking to be in a relationship, you go on a couple first dates. Are there any like things that you can tell somebody, um, hey, th- these could be red flags of maybe, yeah. maybe be careful about what you're stepping yeah. into here.
1: I think a big red flag that I see in some of my friends that are dating currently is men that tell you what you want to hear Instead of actually saying it out of conviction, okay, like I, I think that's what I tell every single girl that I meet. I'm like, oh, like he, he's telling you that because that's what you want to hear, and, um, and I think that's a huge red flag because that's showing a little bit of his character. That I'm like,
2: give us an example of of something. Like, what what do you mean?
1: So I know a big one is. Like, are you a Christian? Yeah. And he'll be like, yeah. I'm spiritual. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, well, what what, what are you? And like kind of bounces off. Instead of like leading off the jump, like just say what you think. Say what you believe. Yeah. And instead, I, fi- I find like a lot of dating right now is just kind of like there's not like strong conviction. Yeah. Either way. Okay. Like we all kind of want to be... Women included want to be like politically politically correct. Yeah. Instead of just being like, just say what you think.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, that to me is like a really big red flag.
2: Yeah, I think, yeah. I think that's a, I think that's a good red. It kind of
1: goes to your character a little bit.
2: Yeah, vagueness and just, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sam, any red flags to let people just be on the watch for? <laughs>
0: yeah, definitely. I, I think that. Again, this can get carried away. You can be almost like looking for a red flag before you're sure. looking for good qualities. Yeah. yeah. Um, but man, if it feels too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah. Like I, I've seen a lot of people that do a great job of like faking health, of faking Yeah. Even like their financial situation. They yeah. like, you know, they can portray themselves. We live in a world where we try so hard to portray like a certain image. Mm-hmm. And some some people are really good at that. So, I would say watch out for that. Watch out for like someone that just seems to have it all together. Yeah. Um cuz you know, any relationship can be awesome for yeah. 8 months. Yeah. And then yeah. <laughs> month 9 rolls around and you you find yourself like what did I ever see? Uh-huh. Yeah. So.
1: And it's okay to disagree. <laughs> Yeah, like I feel
2: a disagreement isn't a red flag necessarily. Exactly, right.
1: exactly, and yeah. I think that um, we c- we can be so hyper fixed on like, well, they don't politically align like I do, or they don't feel this way towards this specific topic that I'm really passionate about, and then we just kind of write people off. Yeah, And Christian dating, and I'm like, wait, marriage is like co- two people coming together mm-hmm. that have their own convictions with Jesus being the center. Yeah, and um, you don't think,
2: morph into the same person. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah. And so I think like the majority, I, I will say, yes, there's like very unhealthy relationships. But I think the majority of Christian dating we're like, oh, red flag next. Oh, red flag next. Yeah. And we're just so like chop, axe people out when I'm yeah. like, wait, wait. was <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> wrong with
2: that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think so, that's good. I think that's good. I, I will say this. And like Whitney said, we can become pro list heavy or con list heavy. Yeah. But these are just good things to think about. How close are they with their friends? Do they have strong friendships? Yeah. Because um, healthy people can let other people in. Um. Do they constantly blame other people for their failures or failed yeah. relationships? Or do they recognize they have some responsibility? And then if you value family, if you're big on family, you know, how's their relationship with their family? Obviously, mm-hmm. every family has baggage. I uh, just asked my wife about, yeah. you know, my family or her family. You see, you know, baggage. But overall, like, do they love their family? Are, are they close? I think those are just good filters, not necessarily yeah. red flags of like pull the pull the ripcord, like, you know, um, jump out of the plane. But those are just things to keep in mind, you know, your list yeah. of pros and some, and some things to uh, to consider that, you know, might be warning signs. Yeah. But,
0: mm-hmm. And as you compile your list, remember that he or she also is probably compiling a list. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. are you the kind of person that's gonna fit on their list? Yeah. Like, you could find the person that has all the, the like characteristics you're looking for, yeah. but is that person looking for you? Yeah. Maybe, mm. maybe not. Potential
2: yeah. foreshadowing to our final mm. question. Who knows? <laughs> um, so let's say this, you, you got your why, you know you're ready to start dating, you've got an idea of the person you're kind of looking for, This weirdly is one of the questions that I've gotten asked most. I know my wife, uh, she had an all girls life group and they talked about this a lot. Um, And we hear this more and more and more. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: You know, you're ready to date. You kind of know what you're looking for. How do you meet somebody?
1: Oh, I love this question. (laughs) What is
2: the right way to meet somebody? And let me, I guess, kind of frame it in this light. Um, Can a girl approach a guy? Mm-hmm. or is it only a guy's role to approach a girl uh, like yeah it, there's this there's this talk of pursuit you know, in Christianity, yeah. mm-hmm. the, the chase, if you will. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, courting, whatever <laughs> in the world that is. Um, but how do you meet somebody? And 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 we'll talk about this near the end. How does online dating fit into this yeah. in a healthy, godly way? But yeah. what? how how would you suggest if a young adult girl came up to you and she's like, I, I feel ready. I know what I'm looking for. Yeah. Just how the heck do I meet somebody? Yeah. How, how do you do that?
1: Okay. So I would, going back to the very first thing we said, are you a healthy person? So that in all avenues so like are you going to the gym i think the gym i personally hate the gym but i think that's also like you could meet some great christian men at the gym um are you in a life group you can join a co-ed life group are you um even like traveling you can meet someone going to the airport in the airplane. I know my friend just got married to a guy she met on an airplane. Um, but I would just say like, how are your, where are your priorities? Like, are you just going to the club, which obviously you can't do in COVID, but like are, what are your habits, um, that we start there first and foremost, like what are, where are your habits landing you in life? Um, and then secondly, I would say this, this is my favorite thing. Don't be an ice queen. Okay. So my sister, I love her so much. She just got married. So I can actually talk about this now. Okay. But she would be like, wow, I have a crush on this guy. And we would get together and she would be an ice cube. Like, are, are you, do you even have a pulse right now? Like, you are not even showing him that you even are interested. And so I would just say, like, I personally think that you should, like, if you, if you see a guy, You're like, oh, man, like, I really want to get to know him. Don't be like the pursuer. But I think it's okay to, like, position yourself in front of him. And if you don't believe me, I actually have a couple stories from taking it to the Bible um, where this actually is biblical. And, um, like, if you look at the story of Ruth and Boaz – that she positioned herself in Boaz's field to notice her. Um, if you look at Esther, she positioned herself in the king's court for the king to notice her. If you look at Abigail, she positioned herself in front of David, ultimately so that her whole family wasn't wiped out. But, um, <laughs> that was but, a survival
2: <laughs> tactic. It was a survival yeah. tactic,
1: yeah. Um, but she positioned herself in front of a king to notice her. And so I think that there is, um, don't be the crazy don't be the pursuer I don't think you should go up and just say hey let's go to coffee let's do XYZ let, and and be nagging constantly and being like a f- bug that like a little gnat that no <laughs> no guy wants that <laughs> let me just tell you right now
0: it's tough because there's such a fine line yeah like, I know there is different people would be interested in different things yeah like I man I vowed to never be set up. <laughs> um had no Eat interest in it never wanted anybody to like even when people suggested like hey have you thought about this person yeah that drove me nuts <laughs> um here i am married to a girl that Whitney set me up with that's hard to say too oh <laughs> so, i love it but no i think like yeah obviously where can you find someone and i think Whitney covered that but i don't think it's a bad thing to have people that can speak into your life. Like yeah. if someone really knows you mm-hmm. and they really know this other person and from a third party view, they're like, hey, this looks like it could be really great. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe it could be really great whether yeah. you've considered that before or not.
1: And don't shoot it out of the sky, Sam.
0: <laughs> and that was me. This
1: brings me so much joy that <sighs> you even said that. I know. Two years ago, he would have been like, you would have never said that. For sure. <laughs>
0: For sure. And that's, that's part of it. Like, yeah. I think in so many ways, I was prideful. And I was like, yeah, um, yeah I, I just, like, I wanted to pursue and chase and have it be my idea. Yeah. And be like, you know, I, I felt like, no, I don't want help. I can do this on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, obviously, like, it's not how it happened for me. And I think that can be a dangerous mm-hmm. route to take, too. Yeah. So... I would say, man, just be a little bit more open-minded. Available. Yeah. Be more available. Don't be an ice queen yeah. like we had <laughs> about. Um, and yeah, yeah. A, a girl can totally uh, approach a guy. Yeah. I, I think that pursuit for a guy is so innate. Like there's almost something primal. Um, and I've even seen this go too far the other way. Like I've seen guys that really love the chase. They get yeah. a girl interested in them. As soon as that girl is interested... They boogie, Mm -hmm. yeah. Like
1: player, yeah. Player, player. Yeah, but it's
0: like a low key Christian player. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because they're not like, yeah. They're just like, oh, she likes me. Now I'm moving on. They're insecure
2: and they need validation. Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: Um, I think, man, how do you meet somebody? Where do you think the person that you'd be interested in is hanging out? You know, I think that's a great question to ask yourself. If you, Mm -hmm. hopefully, at church, but. Where do you think they, they'd be hanging out? Like like Whitney and Sam were saying, like, trust your friends' instincts as well as as your own. Um, let me throw this question out there because I've I read some statistics that were actually interesting. Um, the rise of social media, the rise of dating apps, and we'll talk about dating apps here in a second, but it said has actually killed conversation, <clears throat> excuse me, and flirting. Um, mm-hmm. and that the average conversation between people, the, 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 time has dropped down. I can't remember, but it's like by, by a third or something like that. And so do you think like in our, in our world with the rise of social media and dating apps, um, do you think it's kind of killed our ability to flirt with one another or, I, you mm-hmm. know, like in that first season of dating to, yeah. to, ha- to walk up okay. and, and, be, yes, you know, like conversational. And do you think that social media has almost given us a guard to where we think that's weird yeah. if yeah. somebody comes up and actually has a real conversation <laughs>
1: yeah. with us? Yeah. So I, 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 okay. So my sister met her husband through online dating. So I'm a big advocate of online dating. However, to speak to your question I made a fake account. This is when she was single. I made a fake account. I said I'm Courtney's sister. I'm looking to set her up on a blind date. Okay. <laughs> That's next level. That oh, it was level. you guys. I'm a best, I'm a good sister. Um, or a terrible sister. And I got on so many <laughs> guys that would respond, and then it's it was a full time job. Like I remember laying in bed. <laughs> And it Carter's like, what are you doing? And I'm like swiping for Courtney's to find a guy for Courtney. And he was just like, this is ridiculous. And and what I learned through that very brief online dating stint that wasn't even for me. It was for my sister. While you were married. <laughs> I
0: know.
1: <laughs> Sounds really weird. But I was just like, oh, like this – it it kind of got annoying. Like it was like little, it was like, Hey, I like that picture. Hey, I, I saw you have a dog. Hey, like, and it just was like the same thing over and over and over again. And all the guys profiles was probably like him with his cousin, baby girl, cousin, him on the mountains or him drinking a beer. That was, that's just guys be more original. So, and I just, it, it did. It kind of made me sad a yeah. little bit. I'm like, Oh, this is like not fun. It actually is feels like more of a job. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it's almost like all the excitement of that, like those early stages comes yeah. out on social media. Like, yeah. ooh, they liked my photo or they, you know, they yeah. watched my story. Uh-huh. Like you can read so deep into that and then totally. you build up that excitement. Yeah. And then you sit down for a cup of coffee and it's like, what are we talking about? No excitement. Yes. yeah yes. Or even yes. if you're like DMing each other, you spend your whole day talking to each other, and then you meet up, and you're like, well, yeah, we've talked about everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, what happened to the good old-fashioned, you walk up, introduce yourself, yeah. ask them about themselves, where they're from. Like, that has gone by the wayside, mm-hmm. and there's so much more excitement in that, for me, at least, yeah. than there is to, like, read into every little social media yeah. post. And, yeah, and, totally. Like, do you
2: think that people, because I'm a big advocate of online dating, I, I literally just missed that wave. I met my wife like right before yep. online dating took off and, yep. and you know, it kind of had a stigma attached, you know, when it first came out, but now it's, you know, totally normal, acceptable, and I think can be a very healthy way to meet somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that there should be some type of, I don't know, like guideline, framework, stipulation for somebody who's trying to meet somebody online. Yeah. Like what? One thing
1: that what, I love, what boundaries should there be? Here? Oh, I'm like so passionate about this. I could talk <laughs> about this for another 45 minutes. Um, I know for Courtney that when she met Travis,
2: who's an awesome dude.
1: Oh, amazing! Yeah. D1 basketball player. Just we love him. <laughs> we love him. Um, but one thing that really stood out because she was online dating and you. I feel like online dating is so cyclical. You go through seasons, you're like, ugh, like, everyone's the same. You don't even care, you know? You're just liking this picture, blah. But one thing, why he stood out to Courtney was that he said, Courtney, I want to FaceTime you. I don't want to just, like, talk through this app. I don't want to just slide into your DMs. I don't want to just text. Like, let's, like, FaceTime. Um, And, like, Mm -hmm. I'm serious. And to Courtney, that meant so much yeah. because it was different. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, like, to your point, like, it actually felt like you're a real human. You want to get to know me. Like, there wasn't this lost art of communication. Yeah. And so I think with the dating apps, like, look for that person that's going above and beyond. Not just, like, well, mm-hmm. I'm trying to date seven other guys. I'm trying to date seven other girls at one time. Yeah. And um, maybe we have a connection. Maybe we don't like – and like,
0: you can stay comfortable in that. Like, totally. If you're FaceTiming, there's no like delete the video, right. film a new one where you look better from an yeah. angle. Like right. that is scary. Mm-hmm. And dating is scary for a lot of people. And yeah. I think that's what keeps a lot of people online because they can post a photo or they can like, yeah. you can hide they can a little hide. They You can, can show your,
1: put your best foot forward. For sure. Yeah. And
0: so I think that like FaceTime or the like
1: mm-hmm. that in
0: person, it, it makes it, Kind of risky and scary. Yeah. You put yourself out there,
1: but it's real. It's
0: real, and it's so much better that way. Yeah, yeah. It's like
2: richer. Yeah, yeah. No, I I love that. Um, so we're closing up on our first dating podcast, and we've kind of talked about sort of the what to look for, how do you know you're ready, um, where to meet people. But there can also be, especially in the sort of early stages of dating, I don't want to say a dark side, but whenever you put yourself out there, there is potential to be rejected to yeah. have somebody say like, Hey, you're not the person that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And I think that's such a hard thing for people to deal with, to, to hear. Um, and so when it comes to dating, um, and I'm not even necessarily talking about breaking up, I'm yeah. talking about, let's say you go on a first date or you meet online or you talk for a little bit and this person's like, Hey, I'm just not feeling it really. How do you deal with rejection? Like, is there a healthy way to deal with rejection? It always kind of hurts, I guess. Mm -hmm. You always kind of take it a little personally, but but what if you got on a first date and there is no second date? What's a good, healthy way to view that and to to cope with that and to move forward and not feel like defeated? Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Connor dropped the hammer earlier, so I'll (laughs) drop the hammer now and let Whitney soften (laughs) it up for me. Man, I think that if you can't face rejection then there's like an internal thing that you need to deal with way before that person ever says yes or no to your question. Mm. Wow. Like, (laughs) I think that... I think that's good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, there's a hammer. Um, No, I do. I think that if you don't have your identity and, you know, like a a simple rejection is really going to crush you, then, man, for your sake and that other person's sake, please go like find your identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because rejection, it, it does, it hurts. No one likes it. Yeah. But you have to know who you are, in a, in a way that like a no to a coffee date isn't gonna make you. Grow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I you said it probably nicer than me. I I literally wrote in my notes: truth is, to find your mate, you gotta deal with rejection. Yeah. It just it's part of life. It is. And um, I think that I say this all the time, but like girls are crazy. Girls are, or boys are creepy. And <laughs> girls are crazy. Boys are creepy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, And I was like, you could come with flowers to the door. You could pick her up. You could say all the nice things. You'd have great conversation. And at the end of the day, she might just think you're creepy. And. <laughs> That you know, it's true. <laughs> but then the next time around, like that the next girl might be like, Wow, this is everything I've prayed for and yeah. wanted. Um so and same thing with girls. Like you could be like, really put yourself out there and say all the crazy things and kinda mm-hmm. <laughs> put yourself in his line of sight and he might think you're the craziest person ever. Then it's just like, okay. Yeah. Getting rejected <laughs> well.
0: can be like the biggest favor too. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, seriously, they can be doing you a favor by turning you down. So I think, yeah, you gotta be willing to put yourself out there. Yeah. So you take a hit once in a while. Yeah, um, and that that will tell you everything you need to know. Like yeah. if you're if you come with your best foot forward, you're polite, introduce mm-hmm. yourself, do the whole thing, and, and I'd say go to like build a friendship. Don't necessarily go because you're like, I saw that girl from across the room. I think she's gonna be my wife. <laughs> go go, like, build a friendship, go to coffee to build a friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like like wit said, you got you got to take a few bruises, yeah, on the journey
2: I think if if you're not prepared to be rejected, I don't think you're prepared to date quite yet. because, um, like Sam was saying, you you have to go into this knowing that dating is a two way street. Mm-hmm. You are looking for somebody, and someone else is looking for somebody, and you're trying to see if they're the person for you. And you're the person for them. We have no problem rejecting other people. you know. Yeah. Um, we just, yeah. hate, we yeah. just hate getting rejected. But think of it this way. You don't want to be with somebody, even if you're obsessed with them and you love them, that doesn't feel that same way about you. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that'd be so hard and feel so sucky um, that, that that's just a hard thing. And I will say this. I'll say the more that you give of yourself up front, I think the harder rejection will be if it doesn't work out. And mm-hmm. so I'm not I'm not sitting here saying have all your guards up whatever cuz then you can also be such a stone wall that you never let anybody in. Mm-hmm. But there's layers to it. That's why I mean that I think that's one of the huge reasons why as Christians we say don't don't have sex until you're married. Like yeah. sex is the ultimate of letting somebody know you on the deepest most intimate level. If you're going out on first and second dates and you're sleeping together and things don't work out, rejection is going to be yeah. Like as deep as your soul. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and so I think like know what a first date is. Know what a second date is. Know what a third date is. Know that you are on the level of getting to know somebody. And it's OK if what you want to do in your life, where you see yourself going, mm-hmm. um, the type of person you want to be with, that's OK if that's not you for somebody. Yeah. And and you've done it in a way to where you haven't just laid everything else out on the table. Like leave something left to explore. Like mm-hmm. when you when you get into a serious relationship, have depth. Like yeah. don't yeah. put all your cards on the table wanting somebody to just say, I'll take you. Yeah. You know, because yeah. that, that's desperate. Yeah. You know? yeah. And people can smell that. Boy or boy or girl can yeah. can sense a desperate person. I think if you're confident in who you are, who Jesus has called you to be, um, rejection will always hurt. We're not saying yeah. that you should just whatever like yeah. reflect off your shoulder and <laughs> yeah. you never never feel anything. Um but I think it can hurt and you can recover and you can move on. Yeah. Um and you can get to a place where if it doesn't work out, hey, whatever, I know what I'm looking for and
0: that's really yeah. good. Yeah. And don't rush it like mm-hmm. the now that I am married, there's a part of me that's almost sad that dating's done cuz it's so exciting. It can be so fun. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. I hope my wife isn't listening <laughs> to that, right? Like, you can still wait, date what? your wife, what? Saying, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, Yeah, there's like I, I a think, specialness. Yeah, yeah, there is. There's a <laughs> special quality to it. And we live in a culture that wants things immediately. Like yeah. you order that thing online and you're looking for a tracking number because you want it at your door the next day. And you shouldn't desire that in a relationship. Like you should desire to let it play out, to have all the exciting different like seasons in your yeah. relationship. And so... um. Connor was saying, like, if you lay it all out there, that rejection hurts that much more. Mm-hmm. And so not to just like go in guarded, but like allow the like a healthy time frame to take over. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
2: I mean, there's something special about a couple that's been together for 60, 70 years. It's because through time they've known each other on the deepest of levels. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think like you're saying, there's something so special to just letting that process play out. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, don't be guarded, but also, like, just know, like, hey, I don't have to give them all my baggage on the second yeah. date, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I can, sl- I can slowly bring them into my crazy. So, <laughs> um, yeah, well, um, so that is our first podcast on dating. That's that's part one. Um, any any closing thoughts before we pray um, and, and wrap this thing up? Any last-minute thoughts, suggestions, encouragement, anything like that?
1: Yeah, have fun. Yes. is So fun. And really.
0: you don't have to get it all right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Give yourself a break. Mm-hmm. Give the other person a break, too. Mm-hmm. And yeah, have fun. Yeah.
2: I would say exhale. Yeah. yeah. Just relax. It's going to be OK. <laughs> if you're if you're a girl, let somebody pay for your dinner. And if yeah. it's your future husband, congratulations. If not. You just had the best fries of your life. I don't know. <laughs> Has anybody seen that little thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just relax. Enjoy it. Be smart. Um, guard yourself in a way that honors Jesus and, and let that person come in and, and get to know you. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Would somebody want to pray for us as we close down to. this podcast? Sam yeah. pray for us.
0: God, thank you so much. Um, Lord, I just pray that you would be speaking to every individual that's listening to this. Lord, regardless of where they're at in their relationship status, um, whether they're just trying to figure it out, they've been dating for years, uh, they're married, whatever that is, Lord, I pray that you would speak to them about their current situation and their relationship. Lord, would you just remind them of the grace and the love? Lord, would you uh, remind them of their identity in you? Um, and, And God, for... Each person out there that, that maybe is trying to look at dating and a relationship to fill a void. God, I pray that, um, that man, they, they would really get everything they need from you before they, they venture out. And so, Lord, we're grateful. Uh, we love you and trust you even in something as big as relationships. God, we just know that you have our best interest in mind. So we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. amen Amen and
2: amen all right thank you guys so much for joining us this week i say this every week but it's because i mean it and whatever platform that you listen to be sure to subscribe it helps us out to know um who's listening and and what kind of audience that we have so that we can better formulate our podcast to help you if you think of anybody that this podcast could help maybe you've got a friend that's just kind of entering into the dating world be sure to give it a share um yeah and if you are interested in all things young adults you can go to our website rya.org or you can follow us on any of our social media platforms that is it for today be sure to tune in next week for dating guidelines for dating well in a serious relationship we might even talk about how to break it off if the fifis are no longer there (laughs) who knows but we love you guys so much we'll see you next week bye see ya peace out